Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by the founder of Orb Media, Kira Sheehan. Hello. Hi, Louise. Thank you so much for joining us once again. So we're taking another look into the metaverse this week, but with Jutebox. Yeah, so last week um, we were really excited because we discovered this platform that lets you buy royalties in your favourite songs called Jukebox. That's jkbx.com. And we spoke about it. I posted about it on LinkedIn and we had loads and loads of traction. We had 13,500 engagements on LinkedIn and endless messages, phone calls, texts. Um, people I met in the gym were like, what do you mean I can buy a share in a song? How does that work? So last week when we discussed it, we, but there was kind of a few areas that we hadn't um, really discovered or discussed in detail. And one of them was around the prices of the songs and how many there were. So since then, I've taken a bit of a deeper dive and there are 100 tracks currently available for you to buy shares in, mm-hmm. ranging all, across all genres. And it turns out that the most expensive one is around 30 euros a share. And that's the best day of my life by American authors. So when you go into list, all of the listings, will you can have a look and see whether you want the highest or the lowest. But across the 100 tracks, they range from about 21 euros a share up to 30 euros a share. And the point is that they are probably at their lowest floor price now before they're recognised as an asset class by the Securities and Exchange Commission in the States. So you can go on and reserve them now. You don't have to pay for them. And when they're classified, then you can pay for them or you can decide that you don't want to take them. What I found really interesting was the feedback that I got from my peer group. So one person said, oh my God, you couldn't get tickets for Taylor Swift, but you can give that person who didn't get the tickets a share in a Taylor Swift song. How cool is that? Which is one side of it. Absolutely. And the other, yeah, the other side of it was one person I met, she said, um, have you any, is there any U2 songs there? I said, there is actually, there's a couple up there. And she said, I'm going to buy all of them. And I said, why? And she said, um, because they're opening their season at the venue in Vegas, the Sphere. And she said, I'm sure it holds thousands of people and all those thousands of people will be playing all their U2 tracks before they go to the gig. So therefore, it will have higher streaming because there's a selection of concerts coming up. So therefore, I'm going to buy shares based on the tour dates for next year. And it's clever thinking that. And also, we were saying last week, we weren't sure whether or not the artists were asked or how much involvement they had in it. But you've since confirmed that they, they've all agreed to it. Yeah, so according to the documentation on the Jukebox website, that all the creators, whether they're songwriters or rights holders, have been asked if they're OK with their songs being published in order to have royalties to share that sell the royalties in them and they all have so for me like that's a big sign of integrity it's a big sign of respect in the creator platform and they also have a creator option there so if you're a creator you can contact the team at jukebox if you want to put your songs up there if you send an email to creator at jkbx.com They will talk to you about how you go about it, what kind of songs they want. I'm not sure how it's going to work, whether they just want big songs or emerging artists Mm -hmm. or how it will work. But the whole platform itself and the conversation that it generated was much bigger than I anticipated it would be, considering the the platform's only live two weeks. Was there anything surprising from the comments that you got about it? 
There was a couple of people who were negative about the monetary value of the shares and how that would be split. They got quite granular in the detail of the percentages, which I don't have the industry knowledge to comment on. Mm -hmm. And then there was a couple of people who simply wanted to get the attention of the people in the music industry who who were in (laughs) this group having a conversation. (laughs) There was a few crazies kind of chimed in at the end. But in general, people I know who are currently dealing in crypto are now saying, I'm not going to deal in crypto every week or every month. I'm going to put the money into the share, into buying these shares. Interesting. And it is only yeah, brand so, new. It's something that's not really kind of functioning yet. It's not functioning yet, but I think it's going to really open up both investing in music for people and it's going to open up the floodgates for creators that they have something that they own that they can share, but they can still earn money depending on the market cap of the songs they decide to put on the platform. Yeah, it's very clever. It's a super clever idea. Yeah, I think the whole thing about people who are losing money in crypto and who continue to lose money in crypto saying, I'm going to diversify into this is big because Mm. they're not doing it for unemotional Mm. uh, transactions the way I would be. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They know all the intricate details of everything. Yeah, they probably would understand um, the percentages and the market caps and the return on the on the royalties in much finer detail than I do. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely worth but checking out. Yeah, so if anybody wants to have a look, it is jkbx.com. So go on, have a look, see if your favourite song is there or see if there's songs to an artist that you couldn't get tickets for and invest with your heart. (laughs) And then talking about AI, we've done it quite a bit over the last couple of months, but there's AI music platforms that you've been checking out this week. Yeah, so because I was doing the whole music industry industry thing, which is completely, um, you know, uh, self-indulgent, I was kind of looking at the creators and just the the ecosystem that's developing around creators, both in a good and a bad way. And I ended up looking at this, a couple of them, right? One of them, which caught my eye, was called BeatBot, which is currently in beta mode, but it's on beatbot.fm. If you go onto that platform, it will let you type in a prompt for the type of song that you want. And then there's very, there's limited vocals, but there's quite a good range of, um, how do I describe? Quite a good range of basic tracks that you can overlay your prompt of your music genre and your type of song that you want and it is quite fun it's not necessarily where you want your brand to go commercially (laughs) but it is a lot of fun so I had a little uh, play around with that I think you might have it open there to um yeah so so we decided we'd have a listen we'd have a listen to a song that we've generated ourselves and you never know we might release it but it's a pop song about (laughs) finding my dog in a desert check this out walking through the sand feeling so I don't think we need to worry about anything just yet. Well, I don't think we're going to be putting it on jukebox to get royalty <laughs> shares. <laughs> but the point being that it is in beta version and they do have a more professional version that, if you know, you can download the track, you can customise it, you can add special effects to it. And it's a good opener, like it's a good way in to get your head around the whole thing. And I, I also, I don't really think that it's a threat to artists because it's no. quite low grade. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit of fun, but I think, on, if you just want to play around yeah. with these things and 
yeah, let's kind of karaoke AI for music. Yeah, and I do think that we do need to kind of embrace it a bit more and just kind of be open to it. Like, I, I don't, like, that's, you know, things like that are never going to steal work from anybody, but it is an interesting platform and tool to use. It is, and it, it's kind of the entry level for the more professional ones that are out there. So obviously when I was down the rabbit hole, I decided I was going to have a look at the other ones. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that really impressed me was one called Loudly. Mm-hmm. And it's loudly.com and they also have an app. But the actual interface itself is really interesting because it's kind of designed for people who would be trying to create quality content on YouTube or Twitter and Instagram. And it gives them the options of like high quality audio. You can put your content in. So say you're making a video for a post you can put the video in and it will pick music for you mm-hmm. automatically because you're paying every month and the, it, the initial price starts at $7.99 for a selection of features. It goes right up to industry, advertising agency and enterprise. But once you've paid it, you're then free to post your posts, royalty free, no licensing issues. So you know on YouTube, they might take down anything that has music that's not owned by the creator. Yeah. This takes that away, which is really impressive because it really opens like it, it really opens the content creation market and democratizes it. But the fact that they have more features for advertising and industry professionals kind of makes it far more scalable and far more of a viable creation option. One of the ways in which it does that is the genres that it has range electronic music, beats, hip hop, ambient pop. And what it reminded me of was, you know, when you watch a movie and it's, there's the montage part and you go, oh, montage mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. Uh, montage music or the bit where there's jeopardy and, the, the you know, the tone changes and the music changes. I always notice those things and it really it gives it opens up a massive library. But with all of these genres like rock, house, funk, cinematic, all embedded into it. But within that, you can take inspiration from artists like Billie Eilish. So they have like a Billie Eilish bass track within the electronic music section. And if you want to then import your vocals over that track and mix them, you can. So do you think then people should be leaning into AI platforms like this or like that? I personally think they're a good way to find your feet Mm -hmm. rather than having to go through expensive music programs, expensive music schools, buy expensive equipment, I think they're a, they're a fast track. I don't think there's a solution for everybody. And most of all, the creators need to be protected of the original work. But I do think there's definitely, there's definitely a, a niche. There's definitely a niche there for particular creators at a particular time. Yeah. And I don't think there's any harm in dabbling a little bit. But next week, we're going to be taking a look at dating apps in the metaverse, which like like we need more but Kira Sheehan thank you so much for chatting to us thanks Louise